It's 9.27 a.m. We have eaten the donuts. <laughs> and that means it's time to get our bake on. Hello, everyone. Welcome say, to Bake On. I'm are. Travis McRoy. I was getting to oh, it. okay. I thought you had forgotten. No, I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Teresa McElroy. Oh, my gosh. This episode. It was old-fashioned drama was, episode. Okay. Here's what I loved about this episode. Just right off the bat. Mm-hmm. It struck this really interesting balance of being one of the most childish episodes in a long time, if not ever, where like the as the an immature humor, immature indeed the the like the giggles and the like blue jokes yeah. and everything off the charts, but also. I will say that this is the one where I was like kind of edge of my seat. Yeah, the challenges were very hard. And but but like hard in the right way. Yes, exactly. Not like not uh not artificially hard of like we've asked for like some kind of structural element that's almost impossible, but more of just like if you know what you're doing kind of thing, you know? We were also very worried about the technical. Oh, yeah. Because we were like, there's no way they're going to be able to pull it off. But I think that they did a really great job of providing enough instruction this time for the technical challenge. So let's go. I think that we're going to have so much to talk about. I think we need to go step by step by step. So. This was pastry week. Um, so just real quick, because I looked it up because when we were eating donuts, I was like, donuts are pastry, right? And they are. <laughs> um, but basically, like, a pastry is, uh, uh, like, you're using some kind of fat in the dough so that you get that, like, lots of air bubbles, a very airy, like, whether it's a pastry like a croissant, right, where it's a lot of layers and... In, in, uh, Lamination. Yes. I keep wanting to say lamentation. Oh, that's Which not is it. a completely different thing. <laughs> lamination. Although Lizzie at the beginning did lament. Oh, God. We'll ta- <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Or it's more like a donut, right? Where it's just like lots and lots of bubbles in the middle, right? So mm-hmm. they started making shoe nuts. Which is the smoosh of shoe and donuts. Yeah. And so shoe is that very, very, very... Uh, you know, lots of air bubbles in there. Yeah, usually you do a shoe pastry, uh, like you're going to put like one mound of filling on right. the inside. So like, uh, what's that? An eclair? eclair. Yeah. Um, but in this, they were doing them like in donut shape, right? So right. Uh, it was 12 shoe nuts, six filled, um, six not filled. Right. And typically, so, so shoe pastry... Uh, can be fried, obviously, but like for an eclair, it's a baked. Yeah, it's baked. Um, so I think that fills that fills the idea of the donut where it's fried. Now I will say right off the bat, you mentioned Lizzie. Yes. Li- <sighs> Such lamentations. Such lamentations. The thing <laughs> is, is like here's what I will say because you pointed this out, mm-hmm. and I think you are right, and I want to be fair and give credit where credit is due. I think one of the reasons she was so nervous, especially in the signature, is that she was really trying to apply herself. Yes. And I think that was very scary. I think she has reached a point now in episode six, over halfway through the season, she is very invested, and I think she is trying a lot harder, and I think that was part of what made her nervous. However. No, no, no. Okay. Here's the one downside. Is it reminding me I brought up Ruby? Yeah, uh, I think a little bit of Rahul in there too. Of these people that are just so net. Like, I'm a very positive person, and mm-hmm. I believe very much in like, I don't know, the the way you talk about things and like the energy you're putting out very much influences the way you're feeling about something. And 
the way your performance goes, all of that stuff, where it just seems to me like you're putting out so much negativity, all you're going to get is, like, you're going to feel <laughs> negative. Yeah. Like, now, it can definitely go the other way, too, and I've talked about this in this season, where the people who are like, what are you going to do? Huh? It is what it is, right, can make themselves so feel so positive. Mm-hmm. That they give themselves an excuse to make mistakes. Right. You talked about that with Maggie. Right. Um, and and so, but I think that there has to be a balance. I think Chiggs is a good balance, a good example of like, he seems to stay very positive, but also very focused. Okay. I think I'm liking Chiggs more and more. Um, but uh, Chiggs did ooh la la shoe nuts. <laughs> um, and he was the only one who did two different kinds of batter. Uh, and he did Which cocoa I was, powder. I was surprised because Paul usually does this thing of like, oh, but if you do the cocoa, you put the chocolate in, right. you can't tell if it's done. Or but he nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, and like it's to that point now where when he said chocolate, I was like, who? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Christelle did uh, mango and some miso caramel. And they had a lot of fun talking about like umami flavors mixed with it. And her... Hers turned out not like they were a little too soft because, oh, right. So this is also a, 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 I think maybe this episode might show it better than anyone in the past, but this is the point in every season where everybody starts to get a little comfortable in the tent. Right. And they start making mistakes. Like not setting your timer. Right. Which happened twice this episode. Yeah. So- Christelle didn't set her timer, so she had no idea how long her pastries fried for. Mm-hmm. And... So they were underdone. Right. Now, George, to his credit, this is what we I think is a good example of, like, we talk about somebody, like, trying to turn it around after, like, having some weak weeks, where George said in this first one, I'm not going to try to do anything fancy. I'm just trying to focus on making a good dough. And he did. He totally did. They were very happy with how it turned out. Uh, Giuseppe, uh, I also talked about this. It's so interesting to me. And I don't mean this in a bad way. But Giuseppe's, like, I am Italian identity really works for him. Because sometimes there are people who say, like, and because I'm from blank, I'm going to make sure to include this in my thing. But Giuseppe, I felt that way a little bit about Rebecca, uh, Becca Roon, oh. if, you, if you are familiar. Um, I feel like she was all into being Welsh. Yeah. And so I felt a little bit like, oh, we get it. But I don't feel that way with Giuseppe at the moment. Well, because it feels like Giuseppe's really studied it and perfect. Like his Italian flavors are very good. And mm-hmm. when he does something in the Italian style, it's very good. Like it seems to me like a study he has made and not just like. Yeah. Part of his idea. I think it's connected to his baking. Yeah. Also, I mean, I feel like he mentions it maybe once an episode, right? Um, Was it? Did Amanda? Oh, yeah. Amanda's uh, shoe nuts had the rose flavor in the thing, and which is another one where you're like, oh, no, because like. Lavender and rose are. Are are when they're good, they're oh so good. But if it's not good, it's really well, bad. Well, because it's, it's such a subtle flavor it, that it's more of a smell than it is a taste, and it can get very soapy. Oh yeah, very easily. And so it's one of those things of like, are you sure you want to do that? Uh, Jurgen, uh, what I think is interesting about him the last couple of episodes mm-hmm. is that it has been very much like pretty good. Yeah, you know, where it's just like. 
I think that they, because he won Starbreaker like the first three weeks in a row, I think the expectation is, oh, he's going to run away with this season. But yeah, it, it much... but I feel at this point they've stopped kind of like putting that extra pressure on yeah. him, and they're just very glad to see Jurgen do well. He's you know? doing good, yeah. Uh, and then Lizzie's were good. They liked them. She did a good mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very complimentary of it. She used hibiscus instead yes. of rose and lavender. Uh, and I feel like hibiscus has more of a, a tea kind of like connotation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much more herbal than floral. That's right. Yeah, that's what I usually think of as far as hibiscus. I is. also just want to highlight real quick, Jurgen, the filling for Jurgen's Field Donuts was a beautiful purple. Ubi. That you know I'm a fan of and you know. Oh, I loved. Um, so let's talk about the baklava, or as they say, baklava. Um, this is where we were very like panicking oh, on their behalf. Yeah, we, that's not fair. Because oh. there's so many things that can go wrong <laughs> yes. in that part, especially when you're talking about that kind of. I mean, they said it in the every baker was like, "Who makes phyllo dough?" And I think that that is what every baker on Great British Bake Off has ever said when they said, "You need to make your own phyllo dough." And they were like, "Why? <laughs> Who does that?" And I mean, even Mary Berry said she made phyllo pastry once in college. Right. And after that, she just buys it because yeah. why? It's so fiddly <laughs> and so time consuming. But so it was that. So basically, you know, it was this uh, phyllo on the bottom, filling, phyllo on the top, and then cut into a very intricate pattern, which was another part where I was like, that could go wrong. And then it was dusted with like crushed up pistachios in an intricate pattern. That could go wrong. Baked for however long that could go. So many you know, different they failure didn't points. Seem, they didn't seem to mind that the pattern was not exact. Although the person who got the pattern right got got the first in Very technical, much. but they didn't seem to like you know like get into each one about how oh this one should have the diamond and blah blah blah. Because I think that like um. Like when they do like a feathering icing technique in, yeah. in past episodes and seasons and stuff, there's there's been like, mm, your feathering is too clumsy and blah, blah, blah. Whereas this one, they didn't, I guess they touched a little bit where they said there's too much of this. Yeah. Some, a couple of people were very heavy handed with the pistachio dust. Well, and I think it was very clear to them and to everyone that Lizzie was trying to cover up whatever pattern she had put on it. (laughs) She Freddy Kruegered her thing and I think that that was clear. But and and Lizzie this time she forgot to set her timer. Mm -hmm. So on I said it's like where Christelle usually like nails signature and Lizzie usually does very well in technical it was like they switched roles this week. It was so weird. Um, Also and I just I can't touch on it enough the innuendo this week was off the charts okay just off the top of my head they're talking about nuts with the shoe nuts right yeah and then there was a whole section where prue and i think actually innocently was talking about i need two holes when i squirt and paul and matt lost it and Prue said what are you laughing at and Matt said we're children (laughs) like Paul and there was that moment where you're like he definitely thought they were going to cut that right where it's just like him he starts to talk and then he has to wipe tears out of his eyes and like there was so and then they're talking about like the nuts in the baklava like they just every everyone 
was so childish. I think it's one of those where we're also about halfway through, they're blowing off steam left and right. You know, I, Matt was doing that, like, Holly Paulwood and <laughs> so the thing. I'm like, might I say you look gorgeous tonight? And, like, he broke himself. <laughs> that is just so funny to me. And, like, we talked about it before of, like, now that they're on Channel 4 instead of BBC. Right. Well, so this was the thing, right? I read an article um yesterday I think about about this episode especially and the author was like I don't really think that Noel and Matt have the good chemistry and Noel's okay but Matt is completely the wrong vibe and wrong uh, and ever since they uh, left the BBC like Channel 4 just lets them do whatever they want and I I think that there is some truth in that in the way of Mel and Sue were partners for like 20 years before this. I mean, of course they have great chemistry. That's part of their stick, right? So like, yes, they have great chemistry. And yes, being on the BBC instead of Channel 4 means... You can hear our puppies in the background. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) They're barking at someone who's come in the door. Um, I hope it's not a murderer. Go on. It's definitely not. Yeah, there's not a lot of murderers, I guess, at like 9.45 in the morning. Yeah, they're still sleeping. Okay, yeah. From all all of their... uh, Now it's getting out of hand. Hold on. Hold on, folks. Okay, the dogs have been launched into space. So, (laughs) but I, uh, yeah, so you were saying that like on Channel 4, yes, they have a lot more leeway. uh, Right. If, if, if no restriction whatsoever (laughs) on the jokes that they can make. Where on the BBC, they were always like, if it wasn't imposed upon them strictly, they were always kind of like hinting at the fact that the innuendo had to be a little more cloaked. Right. Right. Um, Where this, they can just be like, these nuts, huh? <laughs> it's like, all right, guys. Right, 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 right. And, you know, this is something that you and I have talked about, you know, in our lives where, like, it's a lot more interesting to watch someone struggle against something, have something to, like, push against. Yeah. And until you get, you know, Jim Carrey. <laughs> right. <laughs> where I, everybody just lets him do what he wants and it's more interesting when he has to work for it. <laughs> but so I think that I also think that there is a little bit of uh, uh, like idealized memory of what the show was like with Mary Berry and Mel and Sue. Yeah. Because don't go wrong, it was very good. But I also really enjoy this form of it too. It's a little sillier. It's a little uh, more, less like cottage core and a little bit more like whimsical and silly. Sure. But- I don't think that that's bad. I think it's just but we also, evolved into a different show. We also like the challenges right. to be a little more on the the homey side. Right. Instead, what, what would Mary say? Informal side. Instead of like these 3D challenges, which right. are the kind of things that I would expect to see on like uh, Food Network like contests, right? Well, yeah, and I also think you know now Prof- professional bakers. That's the kind of thing that I would that I would expect from them, not from home bakers. But I also think to that point, like we're, we're on like season twelve now, and I think that the baking competition world has gotten a lot more competitive on Certainly. TV than when, you know, Bake Off started 12 years ago. Right mm-hmm. now, you know, you are dealing with all of these copycats and all of these shows on all different networks, right? And so I think that you see the first episode or two or three of the season be these dynamic 
visuals that they can post on social media to remind people what, like, oh, we're cool too. And then it shifts into an episode like this where it's like shoe pastry, terrine pies, baklava, like very much about like, can you do the thing? Right. Can you make the thing work? Um, and I think that it's what, you know, Bake Off might ha- change this and have more skits and more innuendo and more jokes, right? But I think it still has that at its core of like, but it's about do you have the skill or not, you know? This episode certainly was about that. Yes. So as far as technical goes, we've got Jurgen first, mm-hmm. then Christelle, then Chiggs, then Giuseppe, then Amanda, then George, then Lizzie. Yep. Um, so there you have it. I mean, that is what it is. So let's talk about the showstopper. First of all, I want to say the short crust hot water pastry uh, decorative meat pie is always one of my favorite challenges in Great British Bay Off. I really liked the season they did tutor inspired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Where it had to be like handwritten. You couldn't use molds or something. Well, there was something about it where, like... Yeah, the Tudor one you couldn't use. They had to be hand-raised. Um, and, but I always like it because, one, I think it's very different from most of the stuff you see in the rest of the season where, you know, it's... it's As I mean, Christelle pointed out, there's cooking involved and not just baking. Mm-hmm. It's savory. Um, and and the, you, the design you can do because of the uh, how firm... The, the pastry crust is and mm-hmm. it, it, that you can do a lot more design with it because unlike other pastries, when it cooks, it doesn't spread out the same way. Right. So like you can make a shape and it stays that shape when you bake it. So it means that you could have a lot more elaborate decorations on. And I just think it's a cool thing that we don't really do here. I think maybe that's another element of yeah, like. Yeah, maybe. Here in the U.S., we do pies and we do cakes and we do cupcakes and we do donuts. But we don't really do meat pies. Like, that's not really a thing here in the U.S. the way that it is in, like, Britain. Yeah. And I think that there's also a part of me that sees that, and it's so iconically British. I feel the closest thing that we really have is if we, if you, like, are, if if you're from, like, the Deep South, there's often, like, a, a cold picnic pie. Sure. Or, like, a chicken pot pie. Yeah. But a chicken pot pie is a lot more of, like... But it's more saucy. It's yeah. not like it's not anything that's like solid. Yeah. But if you had a cold picnic pie, that's something that you could like slice up. And I guess we did in the twenties. There was aspic pies, which is fish jelly. Yeah, but I don't think it's the same. And it didn't really. As or you meat see, jelly. It's meat jelly. It didn't really catch on. Um. So, we did this terrine pie, um. And another aspect of this, right? Because you're, uh, because you're baking with all of this meat and stuff inside there's a lot of liquid right right so when you finish baking it it then has to cool for a really long time because you need all of that to kind of set up a little bit more so that when mm-hmm. you cut into it it doesn't all fall apart now all of the pies i mean all of the bakes that they do they do allow cooling time um so that the judges can physically eat them. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, so you can't serve, like, a steaming hot pie to the judges. So there is a little bit of cooling time, but because they have to 
unmold them uh, before presenting, that's really what we're talking about. That that cooling time baked into the challenge. (laughs) You also needed a, as well as a well-decorated outside, there needed to be some kind of design on the inside when you cut into it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Which I think that some people... Really, it was like, is that a design? Well, that was the thing, right? They said design, but it seemed like there was, it was a mental, you know, disagreement between people as to whether that meant a pattern or like, oh, that looks good, right? Or like something where it's not just all higgledy-piggledy around it, right. where it just had to be kind of like separated. That, well, was, for- that was my only problem with Christelle's. Right? It was just three different sections. Ah, but here's all I disagree with you. Those three sections mirrored the house. So it was like the roof was a separate color and like a first floor was a separate color from the second floor. So it looked Uh, like you were cutting in and seeing a like side elevation of the house. All right. And that's why that worked for me. I actually had a problem with like Giuseppe's where it was just like two different colors and that circle in the middle. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that looks nice. I don't know that that's a design. Right? And but, they did not like chigs, right? Because yeah. chigs had just kind of like pickles in the middle or something. Pickle and apricot, I think, right there in the middle. Yeah, and it was just like he made like a, like, there were like three little circles or something yeah. like that. And the thing that killed me about that is it wouldn't have taken much because it was a square. Right. Was this, all he had to do was like figure out a way to like make lines in it mm-hmm. as he put layers in it, but like put bacon in or something. And it's done, you know what I yeah, mean? But instead, yeah. he just kind of mushed everything in and then put that in the middle. Well, that's the way that Lizzie did it, right? Lizzie put, like, a uh, fish in the a fish potato. Yes. Fish-shaped potato around in the middle of, like, kind of the four corners, right, of uh, spinach and salmon. So yeah. she really did as, you know simple as you could do for what I would say is a design. But she had that fish going down the middle mm-hmm. and I think that that to me was like, there it is. Like, and now I'm I mean, not wild than, about that. Other than that, it's just like a Battenberg pie. <laughs> the, yes, but I will also say that like, I was looking at it going, it looks good, but that's just a hunk of potato in the middle. Like, I don't know. But it, I just feel like an unseasoned... Maybe she salted the water. You know, uh, they didn't. Maybe. they didn't mention that the potato... Was not good. This so I have to assume that it tasted good. Oh, and it's also worth noting. So going into the showstopper, they were talking about Lizzie and Amanda being in trouble and George being in the middle and basically the other four being in contention mm-hmm. for Star Maker. And then coming out of the showstopper, they were like, Lizzie saved herself. Oh, yeah. And because I think they really liked the design. And it looked great. And it looked well They made, loved so. the fish on top. Yeah. I loved the it looked so cool, like she painted it and everything. And Oh, and we mentioned Christelle's and kind of danced past. She got a handshake on the showstopper. Yeah, which we were like, has that ever happened before? And it has. It has happened. I remember specifically it was an- another guy named Paul, right? Wasn't that his name? No, because Paul was the one who did the lion and got the special commendation. Okay. I can't remember I can't... the name, but you said it, and you're like, the bread purse. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I can like picture the person, and I can't. I don't know their name, but she got that. And like, you know, when so, especially when it's like she was one of the four that was in the running, she got the handshake on the superstar. You're like, oh, she's Starbaker. Okay, great. Totally. Yeah, she's the Starbaker. Um, so then Giuseppe had, like, I thought, a really good looking owl. They said, like, the meat was a little dry, I think. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they loved it. Um, Jurgen's, no, Jurgen's, the meat was a little dry. 
Um, and he had the uh, so the beef and horseradish um, with these pretty like leaves on the outside. It was very well baked, very well like executed. They were just like eh, the so- the beef is a little dry. Now let's talk about George and Amanda. Okay, because I think both of them made some pretty serious mistakes. Here. Yes. So first, yes. George put his put his sausage roll up into the freezer. Yeah. What and I've I've been sitting here trying to think I, of why. Well, so he put it in the freezer to kind of like make it sol- more solid, but he forgot about it. Yeah, That's but the I, thing. I, if you want to put something in the freezer for like five, ten minutes, it's not gonna freeze solid. He forgot about it. Yeah, I just think it was a mistake to put it in the freezer to begin with. But you I think under- he should have gone for fridge instead. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean if you're just hoping it stays together long enough for you to put it into the filling. Yeah. Uh but and then it also doesn't help that I think George is the type of person from what we saw that when he pulled it out of the freezer, I'm betting ten or more minutes was spent trying to, like, worry over it and figure out what to right. do. And there just wasn't time for no. that in this showstopper. I think he lost a lot of time going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do about this? What do I do about this? Instead of going, okay, well, I am have the proving drawer. I'll, there's a microwave in the tent. There's a microwave. You can defrost it. Right. Like, <laughs> a lot of different options. And instead, he was like, I'll just let it sit on the counter for five minutes. And it's like, there's... There's a better solution for this that you should have thought of faster. So he was very late getting it in the oven. Literally, it from from the editing, it looks like he put his so he and Amanda yeah. put their pies in the oven when everyone else was taking their. Well, meat. and that wasn't <laughs> the only thing. Then he said he overdid the egg wash, and then looking at it in the oven. Oh, that's right. He had this like I don't know if he was going for it as part of the design or what. But for, I was wondering, as he put the pie in the oven, like, why didn't you trim the sides? It looks terrible. And then as it's baking, it started to, like, fall. The side, the pieces fell off. And then he was worried that, it, I guess, it would pull the whole thing apart. So then he, one, opened the oven to stare, stare at it for a while. With the door open. And you can hear Chase going, close the, close the oven. Close the oven. Close the oven. <laughs> and then he pulled it out as Teresa and I are sitting there going, no, no. We were, like, hands on head being like, what are you let doing? Let it bake. What are you doing? <laughs> and so he was like, do I, do I just you let it keep baking? Or you to... cannot serve a raw yeah. dish. I'd rather have a messy looking but well-baked, good tasting any day. Yeah, because if I think that Paul, he, he mentioned it, right? He was like, hmm. I don't think that that sausage is done. And George was like, well, I did. I, I probed it three times. He And so like, oh, but to even have that in the back of your mind, right? right? Being like, mm, maybe I just ate raw sausage. And it was a shame because I loved that like two-tone like style where he had like the dark, you know, swirls mm-hmm. running through. I thought that looked really good. But I think that, you know, just looking at it, he just made so many missteps and then definitely got in his head. I, I One of the things... Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. So then Amanda, her mistake was so much more frustrating because her problem was she just kept decorating. And it was like little things, right? Where she's like, I'm going to cut out these little leaves. And it's yeah. like, put the pie in the oven. Yeah. And like she even said, like, my husband always gets on me about decorating too much. She's like, put it in the oven. And Teresa goes, Yeah! <laughs> 
Because, like, there was nothing stopping her from putting it in the oven. She just kept And decorating it later, which is what Christelle did. Yep. And she got a handshake. put most of it in the oven, and while it was baking, I mean, she put the... She cut out her little flowers or whatever it is that she was doing, and she baked those separately, brought them out, painted them, and then stuck them on with egg wash. Like, come on. Or was it just water? It may have just been water. Whatever it was. Come on. And and then, oh, boy, that moment. One, Chiggs deserves a medal because it looks like he spent... 10 to 15 minutes helping Amanda, right? And she at some point, God bless, wasn't quite yelling at him so, she, so much as he became her sous chef and she was like, now grab that. Do this. Over there. I need your hands. <laughs> like, oh, yep. Okay. Great. But there, it her the top of her pie hung over the side so much. Mm-hmm. And so when she picked it up to try to undo the sides and stuff, the whole bottom of the pot, wait, anything that wasn't that top part dropped out. It's so, it's so infuriating to me that some of the bakers were able to think about and figure out how to take the mold apart. And some of the bakers were like, well, I guess I'll just pull it out. And like. Also, how was Giuseppe the only one who thought to do the spring pan like circular no, one so lot, easy a lot of the long tins were also spring yeah. form george's i mean you saw him take the two sides off first and leave it in the bottom whereas amanda took the bottom off and tried to pull the sides off yeah why not make it like figure out how to use the mold so that you can take it apart without destroying well, your thing i i guarantee you even if she had figured it out before that she was panicking. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, it was definitely in a panic, and her pie was still molten hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> Although that point where Chiggs was trying to hold it, and she's like, "Now just hold it there," and it just goes, "Amanda, this is hot." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, Chiggs, oh, you do, sweet man." And he didn't let go. He's only like, "This is hot." It's hot. Amanda. It's very hot. This is very hot. Yeah. Oh, and uh. this is also where I will say, like, say what you will about like Noel and Matt. The way their faces, while they were looking at Amanda, they cared, right? Oh, they yeah. were like, it was pain watching it. This wasn't like a oh, oh no. They were like sad, and well, especially like, Matt. It was hurting him. Like I can't watch and yet can't look away. <laughs> it was a whole thing. So then we get to the judging, um, and you know what it comes down to. So clearly, in the running for going home are Amanda and and George. And I was like, I think that the one that is cooked better is going is going to stay. The one that is that they couldn't discern if it was raw or not had to go. And that is not what happened. I think that well, here's the thing. Because I think that this happens to me a lot watching the show where it is so easy to only think about the most recent challenge. Yeah. Right. But if you think about signature, they really liked George's signature. And, uh, you know, Amanda didn't do super great in technical. George was second to last in technical. I think that's pretty much a toss up. But they really liked his signature. And Amanda's signature uh, needed more bacon and tasted like soap. 
right? And yeah. so I think when yeah. it comes down to it, they were pretty close in Showstopper, but in Signature, I think he just did way better. Okay. Now, I will also say, though, and I'm surprised I feel this way, I feel strongly about George. I don't know that I'm rooting for him, but, like, watching him during the announcement of who's going home and then watching him, like, afterwards, like, he just seems so sad. Like, or I don't know the right... Is that survivor's guilt? Like, feel like maybe he should be the one that is gone? I don't know. Honestly, because, like, I just watched him and, like, his his eyes just seemed so pained. But he said, and I really hope that this is true because I think like the signature is a great example of this, of like he focused on the basics and did a really great job. And I hope that within him, I want him, okay, let me put it this way. Okay. I think he's gonna go home very soon, but Mm -hmm. I want him to go home on a week where everyone does really well and everyone else just does better than him. Right. One of those times where, like, someone is like, well, I just, I met the end of my expertise. Right. right? And not like my pie fell apart when I was coming out of the right. thing, and I'm going to, like, regret that forever. Right. I want it to be like, yeah, you know what? That's just where I hit. Uh, now, let's talk about Christelle, a star baker, because I think, as she has been very inconsistent, she could get the curse <gasps> oh I hope that that's not true and I hope that this is an indication of her like she's got it together she's focusing up more she did well uh you know second place in technical maybe her luck has turned around in technical I hope that that's the case but I'm very worried about it because I like Christelle so she she mentioned in an interview she was like I just have to turn my brain on mm-hmm. I just have to remember that my brain that I have what is she, a functioning brain. <laughs> yeah. And so if she can if she can keep that up, you know, hopefully there's no curse for her and next he, week. Here's what I'll say, and maybe the Oh, this... wouldn't that be awful for her to go out next yes. week? I mean, yes. Ugh. Um but it made me very happy that she got Star Baker and it made her family very happy. It made her very happy, which is very nice. And that she got the handshake and the trust number. It's very nice. I thought she was going to faint. <laughs> um, real quick, I'm going to touch on because we got a lot of tweets this week. <gasps> oh. So let's hit them. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Did you also snort coffee? This is from Jocelyn. Did you also snort coffee through your nose when Prue was critiquing George's shoe nuts? Um... Yes, but not for that reason. I was, honestly, the moment, too, oh, I forgot, where George doesn't know how to open the tongs. I like seeing Paul be a little goofy, because I sometimes, when I think he's trying really hard to be like, I'm a hard ass, and I'm, it's like, okay, man, I believe that you're a tougher judge than Prue, but come on, (laughs) lighten up a little bit. He had a very Jim Halbert, uh, Halipert? Is what's Halbert? His... Yeah, Halbert. Halpert. Halpert moment where he raised his eyebrows and widened his eyes for the camera. It was oh, really great. There was also the moment. God, all the jokes. This one where uh, 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 Giuseppe said hassle, and Matt misheard it as asshole. It was oh, like, excuse me, what? <laughs> that seemed legitimate. Um, so uh, Natalie says it seems like Lizzie never really likes anything they end up making. I think it's just that like. And listen, you know I'm not a Lizzie defender, but I think it's that she's nervous, and so it's not about the thing that they're making. 
right? I th- maybe to her it is, but I think the truth is it's just like, well, here we go. Yeah. And I think it's just more like she gets nervous in front of people. Um. Oh, oh yes. Uh, so this is from Rich. Is uh, If we've learned one thing from watching Great British Baking Show, uh, it's that you don't want to hear a Brit say, what a shame. You can really feel the disappointment. Aww. Yeah, right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Yes, Michelle, you're absolutely right. I don't even think we need to go over the innuendo again, but uh, Sean made ooh, a beautiful baklava. That's lovely. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. A lot of innuendo, Joanne. Absolutely. Now, Andy said, uh, this is two weeks in a row where I'm questioning the judge's decision. I I really don't because I while I think Amanda's, like I said, her, her final terrine pie was cooked a little bit better than George's, I think the signature was so far apart mm, that yeah. that is what clinched it for that's George. What you, that's what you have to go back on. And, you know, like, <sighs> I think that it's getting tougher, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I, but I do think that this season is back on track. Yeah. Where we talked about how, well, you have to be a structural engineer in order to, to do this kind of stuff. And I think that they are, they've found their groove. They're, how many more idioms can I, uh, I, think can we, I put I think in we get where you're for, going. Yes. I, I like the trajectory of this. So uh, that's going to do it for us. If you like the show, please tell everyone about it. And Teresa, what should everyone do this week? You should bake despite. <laughs>